Good morning, kids. It's Wednesday morning. Um, I woke up at 3.30. I just couldn't get back to sleep. So Wednesday mornings from 6 to 7 a.m., my um, church has something we call Dawn Patrol. And it's a, the men's pastor leads it with a sermon. And uh, sometimes they do breakout groups. It's, it's been so long since I've gone. I mean, it really has. I'm kind of ashamed of that because my very close friend is the uh, is the men's pastor, um, but he knows there's a lot going on with me, and he's very patient, which is nice. Um, so last night, I decided to record some of you guys's without you knowing. Sorry, but uh, I wanted it to sound genuine. I recorded the spy and the king talking to me in separate things and I'm going to post those at the end and at the at the end of the night I videoed for like 17 or 18 minutes of us doing um, the bedtime routine it's like putting you guys in bed it's a long process and we um, the spy had me lay in bed with him for a little bit we talked he talked about one of his friends who I think I'm pretty sure he's got a crush on and we talked to the namesake afterwards and talked about things going on during recess and then I hopped into bed with uh, King and we talked for a little bit and uh, talked with the entrepreneur at the end lasted a long time but I remember growing up my dad had a tape recorder and I listened to one tape recording later on when I was probably in my early 20s. And it was of me being upset because I wanted to turn the tape recorder on. But I didn't know that my dad already turned it on. He was recording me. And my dad refused to tell me that it was on. And so for a good five or six minutes, I'm kind of whining and, and close to tears because I asked to put it on. My dad said, it's not on yet. And he was kind of messing with me. And and I, I wish I had that recording again just to hear what I sounded like when I was like five or six. But my dad uh, threw that tape away because he felt bad about the way he was treating me. But which I, I guess I can understand. Although I still wish I could have heard what I sounded like back then. I'm sure it was annoying, but but you guys are not. I just stopped at McDonald's across the street from my church. I'm drinking a Coke. Yes, it is five in the morning, but McDonald's Coca-Cola is the best there ever is. I'm probably only only going to get through a couple chapters today. Probably um, number 16 and 17. And uh, then I'll play the recordings I made and end it with a song. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be kind of a longer podcast today, but, but I, I like, um, I like changing it up. So let me just put my phone down, which is what I'm recording on. Your mom and you guys went on a bike ride yesterday and they used my truck to transport the bikes back home. And lo and behold, the back window has been open all night. So I'm not really annoyed because nothing was stolen out of the truck, but still, kids. So we're on number 16. My memory serves me right. This is where some people are upset with Moses. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's see. Let's just see how long. Maybe we'll go to 18. Uh, maybe not. <clears throat> Numbers 16. Korah, son of Izar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and certain Reubenites, Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab, and On, son of Peleth, Peleth, became insolent and rose up against Moses. With them, 250 Israelite men, well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council. They came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. The whole community is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is with them. Why then do you set yourselves above the Lord's assembly? When Moses heard this, he fell face down. 
Then he said to Korah and all of his followers, In the morning the Lord will show who belongs to him and who is holy, and we, he will have that person come near him. The man he chooses he will cause to come near him. You, Korah, and all your followers are to do this. Take censers, and tomorrow put fire and incense in them before the Lord. The man the Lord chooses will be the only one who is holy. You Levites have gone too far. Moses said to Korah, Now listen, you Levites. Isn't it enough for you that God, the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite community and brought you near himself to do the work at the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them? He has brought you and all your fellow Levites near himself, but now you are trying to get the priesthood too. It is against the Lord that you and all your followers have banded together. Who is Aaron that you should grumble against him? Then Moses summoned Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab. But they said, We will not come. Isn't it enough that you have brought us up out of the land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the desert? And now you also want to lord it over us. Moreover, you haven't brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey, or given us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will you gouge out the eyes of these men? No, we will not come. Then Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, Do not accept their offering. I have not taken so much as a donkey from them, nor have I wronged any of them. Moses said to Korah, You and all your followers are to appear before the Lord tomorrow, you and they and Aaron. Each man is to take his censer and put incense in it, 250 censers in all, and present it before the Lord. You and Aaron are to present your censers also. Excuse me. Turn the page. Uh, see, man. Okay, you and Aaron are to present your censers also. So each man took his censer, put fire and incense in it, and stood with Moses and Aaron at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Korah had gathered all his followers in opposition to them at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the glory of the Lord appeared to the entire assembly. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Separate yourselves from this assembly so I could put an end to them at once. But Moses and Aaron fell face down and cried out, O oh God, God of the spirits of all mankind, will you be angry with the entire assembly when only one man sins? Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the assembly, Move away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Moses got up and went to Dathan, Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. He warned the assembly, Move back from the tents of these wicked men. Do not touch anything belonging to them, or you will be swept away because of all their sins. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Dathan and Abiram had come out and were standing with their wives, children, and little ones at the entrance to their tents. <clears throat> then Moses said, This is how you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things, and that it was not my idea. If these men die a natural death and experience only what usually happens to men, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something totally new, and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them with everything that belongs to them, and they go down alive into the grave, then you will know that these men have treated the Lord with contempt. As soon as he finished saying all this, the ground under them split apart, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them, with their households and all, Korah's men and all their possessions. They went down alive into the grave with everything they owned. The earth closed over them, and they perished and were gone from the community. At their cries, <clears throat> all the Israelites around them fled, shouting, The earth is going to swallow us too. And the fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Eli Eliezer, son of Aaron, the priest, to take the censers out of the smoldering remains and scatter the coals some distance away, for the censers are holy, the censers of the men who sinned at the cost of their lives. Hammer the censers into sheets of overlay the altar, oh, sheets to overlay the altar, for they were presented before the Lord and have become holy. Let them be assigned to the Israelites. So Eliezer, the priest, collected the bronze censers brought by those who had been burned up, and he had them hammered out to overlay the altar, as the Lord directed him through Moses. This was to remind the Israelites that no one except a descendant of Aaron should come to burn incense before the Lord, or he will become like Korah and his followers. The next day the whole Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. You've killed the Lord's people, they said. 
But when the assembly gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron and turned toward the tent of meeting, suddenly the cloud covered it, and the Lord and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron went to the front of the tent of meeting, and the Lord said to Moses, Get away from this assembly, so I could put an end to them at once. And they fell face down. Then Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer and put incense in it along with the fire from the altar, and hurry to the assembly to make atonement for them. Wrath has come out from the Lord. The plague has started. So Aaron did as Moses said and ran into the midst of the assembly. The plague had already started among the people, but Aaron offered the incense and made atonement for them. He stood between the living and the dead, and the plague stopped. But 14,700 people died from the plague, in addition to those who had died because of Korah. Then Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting for the plague, and had, for the plague had stopped. Oh my lord. Let me just stop for a second. That's one heck of a conflict that happened. And it's... I think I'm going to give a lot more commentary from now on, because just reading it and then talking a little bit and an ending just doesn't seem right. Because I have thoughts on stuff. I'm not... Completed yet. <clears throat> Number 16 reminds me that even in a holy setting, you're going to get a lot of discontent. And people are going to be, um, they're going to have ambitions. And some of the time, those ambitions are, are sinful, even in a church. And you notice here that, you know, it's just Moses and Aaron and these people that had, that were not happy with whatever they were given, rose up, and they had a lot of followers. That's important to see. They had a lot of followers. And even after God just killed them in some weird, unnatural way, I mean, the, the earth swallowed them up, and then 250 of the followers were burnt by fire. They came out of nowhere. Even then, the other rest of the Israelite community said, blame Moses. And I find that interesting. That even though they saw these miraculous like deaths, they still wanted to blame Moses. And I don't know what to think about that other than the fact that you kids are going to have to deal with a lot of conflict in your life. And you're going to deal with conflict and a lot of people are going to believe maybe bad things about you that are completely untrue. And a lot of other people are going to agree with whatever people are saying. And even though, and, and, and take from, from this, God told Moses and Aaron, step away, I'm going to kill them all. But look how Moses and Aaron reacted, okay? This is why, you know, you should never hate your enemies. Because Jesus said in the New Testament, don't hate your enemies. You need to love them. But this is presented here in, in Numbers with Moses and Aaron. Moses and Aaron, they didn't think, they didn't like slap each other high five, like, yes, kill him, Lord. They went up against us. No, they fell face down and pleaded with God, the God of the universe, to spare them. I want you to just really meditate on that. These over 250 men who wanted to just destroy Moses and unseat them and blame them for taking them out of slavery, of all things. Instead of wanting them dead, they pleaded and cried for their for God to spare them. And that just blows my mind. That really blows my mind. Um, I don't know if I'd have the strength to do that. I've been persecuted lately. <laughs> And I'm not feeling that way against, uh, about the person that's been trying to get me. But, but anyways, just, just, um, just remember that, you know, loving your enemies didn't start, really didn't start with Jesus. It actually, I, I would, I would argue that it, the best demonstration and the first demonstration um, started, I think, in number 16 with Moses and Aaron. Um, chapter 17. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and get twelve staffs from them, one from the leader of each of their ancestral tribes. Write the name of each man on his staff. 
on the staff of Levi, write Aaron's name, for there must be one staff for the head of each ancestral tribe. Place them in the tent of meeting, in front of the testimony, where I meet with you. The staff belonging to the man I choose to will sprout, and I will rid myself of this constant grumbling against you by the Israelites. So Moses spoke to the Israelites, and their leaders gave him twelve staffs, one for the leader of each of their ancestral tribes. And Aaron's staff was among them. Moses placed the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the testimony. The next day Moses entered the tent of the testimony and saw that Aaron's staff, which represented the house of Levi, had not only sprouted but had budded, blossomed, and produced almonds. Then Moses brought out all the staffs from the Lord's presence to all the Israelites. They looked at them, and each man took his own staff. The Lord said to Moses, Put back Aaron's staff in front of the testimony to be kept as a sign of rebellious. To the re Oh, okay, sorry, let me read that again, sorry. The Lord said to Moses, Put back Aaron's staff in front of the testimony to be kept as a sign of to the rebellious. This will put an end to their grumbling against me, so that they will not die. Moses did just as the Lord commanded. The Israelites said to Moses, We will die. We are lost. We are lost. Anyone who even comes near the tabernacle of the Lord will die. Are we all going to die? It's amazing. <laughs> That's chapter 17. Uh, it's amazing um, how, how um, little faith these people had, even though they literally witnessed, they witnessed God on a daily basis. It really is amazing. Sorry, a lot of background noise. About 16 minutes in. Oh, so a guy parked right next to me. He's laughing at something. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to 18 today. Um, I'm going to close it up for now. Number 16 and 17 is pretty good. Um, I'm going to start the car up. I'm literally drive across the street. It's hard because the name of the podcast is uh, a Kingdom and a King. And I I love that song. And I, I may have mentioned this before, but you know, one of the reasons I, I, I've called this podcast for the Kingdom and the King is because and I apologize I apologize if I'm repetitive. But I remember watching a movie called Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And it's a movie with Kevin Costner and Alan Rickman, who I, I just love Alan Rickman. He's like such a great bad guy in movies. But there's a scene at the beginning of the movie where the father, like the character, the father of Robin Hood, is surrounded by all these evil people. And he comes out in full armor... And it's very obvious he's about to be killed. He comes out in full armor with his horse, and the, and the horse goes up on his two legs and snorts out like breath. And my dad said, that's such an awesome scene, because not because the horse was snorting, but, but because what he, what he says before he is killed. He raises his sword, and he says, and he yells, um, for God and for King Richard and my dad just he said that's the most amazing death he's seen on on uh, on film I have a lot I have so many memories of my dad making comments about movies it's a lot of what we did either uh, watching movies or me holding a flashlight while he was working on cars so anyways so that's, I think, the etymology of why I've called this uh, podcast for the Kingdom of the King. So I'm about to park, and you know, today's going to be a good day, I think. God is good, and thank God for salvation. I love you, and in it all, and everything you do, do it for the Kingdom and the King. So, uh, I just put in a few clips. Uh, the first clip, I believe, is the spy uh, and me arguing about him taking a bath, I believe. The next clip 
they just go one after the other, is the king and I talking about his day. I think the clip after that, the spy is talking about his muscles, and I recorded the king and the spy talking to each other on the way home from jujitsu. And the last, which is a 17-minute clip, is bedtime routine. Just me laying down with each child and talking about the day or talking about what's bothering them. I have to admit, the namesake really broke my heart last night. I didn't record it. But he, he told me he's having a hard time because he's short. And uh, I, you know, when you hear this you know, later on in life, you're going to, you know, one day you're going to have a son. And I, I, I can't tell you how heartbroken I felt last night and how responsible I felt. Being short has always been hard, and I've always kept it really close to my chest. But it's always been a struggle with me. And, like, now, you know, where I'm at in life, it wouldn't bother me at all. But, you know, when I was when I was in, you know, second through seventh grade, it really bothered me. So, anyways, hope you kids enjoy. I love you. Okay, you need to get in the shower. I have a feeling that you're Why do you? Why do I smell chocolate on your breath? Huh? Why is there chocolate on your breath? I think you ate an M&M. You ate an M&M? Just one. Just one. I need you to get in that shower. Are you going to get in that shower? Come on, get, get everything off. Like I told you. I'm going to fight you. You know what I'm going to do? Knock you right in the mouth. Okay, let's get you in the shower. Why do I have to do this? You're six. <laughs> You're six years old. You could do this. I do You're laugh. Too, what? I do laugh though. You better not laugh. No, nope. don't have fun. <laughs> no, not yet, pal. Dad, okay. today I touched something where people put the cigarettes. Oh, that's great. I'm so glad you did that. Did you wash your hands? Yeah. Thank God. Okay. You touch an ashtray. That's wonderful. Hey, what? In ashtrays where people put their cigarettes. I'm very familiar. Get in that shower now. You have no excuse. Get in the shower. Or I'm going to hunt you. No, I have six excuses. I'm going to knock you out. Come on. Hey. I'm going to get you. Get in that shower. Come on. Move it. How was your day? What did you do today? Tell me what you did. The good old-fashioned... Dad, do you know I found out a new game today? No, but what'd you do after easy. After you, your mom That's picked That's all up? I did. It's mostly like the normal days. I, first of all, I did the first and the handle. What you really do is first do circle and stuff. Then we do resource. Then we do math. Then we go oh, to... Music. Do you like music? AKA today's on Dozen. I love music because this girl actually watching sing. Oh, that's a great. And they're making another one of that. After you got picked up from school, what happened? We just bike rided for the rest of the day. Yeah, did you have yes, fun? What did you have what did you have to eat for dinner? We didn't have Mostly we just had lunch. It was in and out. And it had hot chocolate. Do you like hot chocolate? No, it tastes horrible. Compared I, to my... I made good hot chocolate the other day, didn't I? You made the delish. Can we make some more? I'll do it again. Or what? do you have more? No, how about tomorrow I'll make hot chocolate. I want you to make hot chocolate right now. I know, I wish. Not too... Not this close to bedtime, but I will... You know what I made it with? I made it with um, abuelita, which is those... That hot chocolate... Mexican hot chocolate, and I made it with sweetened condensed milk. Was that pretty good? Yeah. I, can I have some milk? Right? You have some milk. Go, go downstairs. Ask your mom for some milk. Hey, I love you. Love you, too. Can you put the charger on mine? Yeah. And, Dad? What? Say it. After... You know the time you picked me up? Mm-hmm. When you would... Not gonna pick me up. Can you call me sometime after you know in the time you pick me up? Sure can. That's what I'm trying to figure out your phone. You want me to give you a call? I'll give you a call. Uh -huh. Better have your phone on. Hey, no, Dad. 
Don't waste it. I won't. Go down. Go downstairs. Have some milk, okay? If you do, Dad, I'm not gonna mess with that. This is what I'm gonna do. With. Please leave it there. I'm trying to figure out how to pair it with my phone. Don't call me just yet because it's not it's not paired yet. It'll go straight to voicemail. Just leave your phone. I'll deal with it. Leave your phone. Thanks, pal. Love you. There's too much, like, there's too much, there's too much, what's it called, muscle uh-huh. in it that the hair just puffs out that just, too much You muscle. get so much muscles that you lose your hair? No, yeah, like you lose your blindness, like, oh, focusing on muscles. And that's why that's what happened to the rock. Like fo- yeah, and you're not focusing on like planes a lot. Well, that's a little scary for you because every morning you take a long time doing your hair. Are you sure you want to get big enough muscles where you lose your hair? Well, Dad, I'm not gonna like lose my hair. I'm just not, like not. I'm not gonna get too much muscles. I'm just gonna get like just abs. Like, you just want abs. Just like hair. Okay, that's good to know. That's why I work out. That's why you work out. Look at those push-ups you've done. I, can't, I don't have any weights, so I'm just using things that are heavy. Yeah. That's good to know. Not to out. Out on How was practice today, guys? Good. Boy. You know what, Dad? I think I'm a step, one step closer to the gray belt, Dad. To the gray belt, yeah? Guess what, what, Dad? What happened tonight? Do you know all, all belts? Kind of. The high colors, well, the second high colors are in the candy corn colors. Okay. First is white, Ollie. Yeah, we're wearing white. Also, blends in well with gray. So, white and gray, I mean, these are the weakest. But... Orange is the highest for some reason. Oh. Yellow is the second highest, I think. Yeah. And orange is not the highest. Black and black well, and the highest, the highest candy corn. The highest for I think a Jew, like a a kid, I think is orange. And then I think when you get when I think when you get over sixteen or seventeen, then they you kind of do a different belt system, and, and then until you get to black. Until you get to work. Yeah, guess what? Caleb, right. do you know that we have another teacher than Sergio? Huh? His name's Patrick. Yeah, is he a pretty good teacher? He has a purple belt. Yeah? So I would say... Eh. It's pretty tough to get a purple belt, tell you that. As an adult, it's pretty tough. You know who has a purple belt is um, our friend, Dr. Juan. He's got a purple belt. Patrick? No. He's, you remember Dr. Juan? He's got two kids. He hangs out once in a while. Anyways. So Dad, can you tell him, Caleb, about the story when you, when a other black belt from a other studio, oh, could studio silver, and if he challenged silver, you know, it, can you tell him that? Oh, uh, well, I do know your guys' teacher was the world champion for a few years. Can you tell me what will happen if a guy from another... Well, your teacher is a very high-ranking black belt. Very, very high. I think he's like 6th or 7th degree, which is pretty high and actually also pretty rare, even for his age. And is that Cyrus's house? May, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll have to look at some videos later. I think I just saw Cyrus's house. Okay, let's get out. We gotta get something out of my office. Can, can we get something? What do you want to get? Go out that way. Don't it's come. Don't come across. That, uh, I don't. I didn't. Like it wouldn't be good because it would cut you. You cut yourself helping one of your friends? Yeah, because I was trying to break weeds. Eat some trees or plants, grass, as and 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 then when I woke one, what was really hard, I was doing this. Mm-hmm. Look, look, look at me. I'm head. looking. Oh my gosh. Look, I did this. I did this. You kind of like you kind of scrape and cut your hand. Who are you doing this for? June. 
June. June, Evie, and two other persons. I don't know them. Were there two other girls too? Yes. Yeah. June seems very nice. She invited me to her birthday party. Did she invite you to her birthday party? Yeah, I think to my friends. Jeez, I, what do you want to get her for her birthday? I was I was thinking of giving a student birthday present, and mm -hmm. guess what? I was I was I was almost gonna give her a hoot hoot ticket. You gonna give her a hoot? That's sweet. That'll I already one. did. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah, I already did. That's great. She's. There's a strong chance she'll be in your first grade class too. I think her older sister was in the same class. Same class. So. If she goes to my first grade class, I'm gonna be super amazed. If I if she goes, then I'm gonna be like heck amazed. Dad, guess what? So your hang on, So your favorite thing was you got hoot hoot. So you're gonna say guess what? What? Well. I had, well, I had a, I had a dream, dream of that. I had a Pokemon club what could do. It was six six thousand and k damage. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. That could and, kill anyone. But he only had ten health, and his other move was ten. You you should design Pokemon as a job. You should they should just put you on a, a drawing board or in an artist studio, and you could just design Pokemon all day. And they'll pay you for it. Does that sound fun? Yeah, but Dad, guess what? What? I'm still going to collect my own and make my own. They're very strong. Oh, that sounds good. Because I can, I can decide. I can decide. You I don't have to do anything. Sounds like you got it all figured out. But I already got one job, and then I'm going to do another job. You know, when I was your age, I would lay in bed like this with my dad. And we'd talk before we went to sleep. I'd do that every night. I did every night uh, because I was the youngest and I go to bed early, and my dad would wake up at four a.m. every morning, three or four a.m. I only wake up before any of you guys. You know what I noticed? Except Jorge and yeah. Kiki. Do you know I? Um, you know what I notice about when you wake up? You're always in a good mood. You're always in a good mood. So. I'm going to go see what your older brother is doing. Say it. What do you want to say? Um, tomorrow, yeah. can you wake up sooner and wake me up sooner? Like as mm. soon as you Want can. me to wake you up early? Wake me up like before Gwen Mommy wakes up. What are you going to do? Is this a surprise? I'm going to get, I'm going to get ready. And then I'm going to get, because I want to get ready up fast so I can mm. get my thing. And then I also want to make a birthday present for, you know. For June? For June, yeah, because we don't have that much time. I know, we only have like a couple of weeks for her, before her birthday. We gotta no, be ready. we don't even, I don't think we, I think we only have. It's not this Saturday, it's next Saturday. Her par birthday party. So you need to start working now. We only on have her. a week and some days. Yeah, well, we gotta get this birthday gift right. Right. How much birthday gifts? This one. Whatever, yeah. whatever you want to give her. But I know it's, I know the perfect thing. Yeah, what is it? Or is it gonna be a surprise? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ask if she, what she, what she, she likes, what That's she likes, brilliant. and I'm not gonna tell her that, and I'm not gonna tell her that I'm gonna make it your, your birthday gift. She'll have no clue. Yeah, I'm You're gonna surprise gonna say, her. Hey, what do you like, June? Cause yeah. she always talks to me. Well, yeah. well, just two times a day. She talks to you about a couple times a day? That's nice. Yeah, that's brilliant. I think you're on to something. You're very wise for your age. But if she doesn't tell me, then I think we're just going to do a Barbie. Oh, she doesn't tell you. Want me to have? Want me to talk to her mom, see what her mom says she likes? Well, anyways, Dad, because like, I know Scout and June are kind of the same, and June, and. And Scout really likes Barbies. No, like, but you can't assume that. So you're smart to be asking her what she likes. You're I a smart guy. No. I'm going to go see what your brother's doing. I love you. Good night. Good night. You're very special. You're a smart boy. Can you just live that there? That would be great for my neck. My... My little pillow? Yeah. I know, but I need it to sleep, baby.
I'll get another one for you if you want. Hello, George. Oh, I'm just laying. Oh my gosh, you have a lot of blankets. Are you cold? No, yesterday it was really cold because it was a cold day and I wasn't wearing my jacket all day. What? Oh, I'm sorry. If you're cold, you can always go to the office and have them call me. I'll bring a jacket to you. I'll bring you a jacket. No. Why? Because I can deal with it. It's not like I'm an extreme cold mess. No, I'm just... I don't like the idea of you being cold. And... I wasn't like I was just cold for... I mean, I was colder today since, since the jacket didn't really do it well in, in the first two hours. And those two hours were like... Do you really not want me to substitute teach for you this year? I mean, sure, but... You have to call me by my... You have to say Mr. with my last name. You can't call me Dad in class. Why can't I? Because I'm not Dad in class. You are. Mr. D. You're always uh, Dad. Well, I'll always be your dad, but I'm just saying. When I've got the substitute teacher badge on... You better be ready. Is it is it like disrespectful or something? No, I'm just being silly. You could call me dad. I'm just. I remember when when I subbed in your second grade class, and you said dad, and I made you call me by my last name. So now you call me, Mister. <laughs> and you you looked at me like, like like oh my god, like when am I when is this day gonna be over with? That was like the first ten minutes of class. <laughs> you remember that? And I took a lot of photos of me and you, and you put your head on the desk because you didn't want to take a photo with me. It's one of the best days of my life. Didn't you love it? No. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Well, I loved it. It'll be a good memory for you one day. Not right now. What's your What's your favorite thing that happened today? There's a couple. What is it? Um... Today, we're, it was the first day we were in our change seats. Oh, yeah. So, my desk was neat. Um, also, we, in class, we did all the easy things. I got done early, so I got to read books a lot. Okay. And at recesses were really fun, except lunch recess. Lunch recess wasn't fun? Why not? Because we were playing this two-square type of game. Oh, I've seen that game. It doesn't look very fun. No, it was like a different two-square game. We made up some different rules and stuff. And then uh, and you can hit the ball with anything, like your foot or your head or mm-hmm. stuff. And your goal was to make it to the other person's wall. Uh, so, And okay. if you hit the other person's wall, you get one point. And by the, if whoever gets five points first wins that round and when we then we do a different round but when we were playing it we were doing like a girls and boys team mm-hmm. and then one of the boys kicked the ball on the roof oh no that's too bad we had another ball ball but a lot of the one of that one of the girls had was their the ball was one of their um, balls, their own balls. Mm-hmm. They got it off, like, uh, after the last recess. But, I mean, it was really heartbroken, and we still had a ball, but, and it was our room ball, but if they, and, and the boys do really hard kicks, so if they kick it back on the roof and it keeps there, I don't want to risk not having my ball for next recess yeah. and not having another person heartbroken. So we just took the ball and said, I'm, I'm sorry about the ball. And then me and Logan played like two square alone because Logan doesn't kick that yeah. far and, and I don't kick at all. Yeah. Well, that just shows how considerate you are of other people. You're a good guy. Hello, my favorite daughter. What were you thanking me for? Oh, that's your mom. Your mom, your mom uh, made your bed. I'm charging your phone, your little Gizmodo phone. Oh, my Gizmo? Yeah, I'm charging that. 
So we could, so you could use Did it. Did you charge my other one? No. What? Yeah, I know. I'm a terrible parent I am. But Daddy, if you are going to be my... Uh, did you get a job as as my substitute teacher? Is that no. why you bring it up? I'm not bringing it up because I got a job as substitute teacher. Um, I, I have a job. Yeah, what is it? I know. Can I sleep with you? Yeah, I can lay can down you with you. Sleep with me? I can lay down with you. And can I sleep with you right now? You're so sweet. I love hugs from you. No, that's kind of rude. What's rude? When you're already sleeping with someone else, and unless and another person wants to sleep with you, it's you. Uh, you're using some, uh, some of that person's time. No, that's he's just wants to be with me. That's nothing wrong with that. And always. I don't even know where he went. Where did? My Where did my namesake go? I'm scared. scared. What are you scared of? I'm right I here. I can see things. You can see plenty of stuff. You can see me. Hey, why are you sleeping with like that? Go lay on your pillow, favorite daughter. I can Come see the, the dark. Ground, Dad. I can see the. Uh, I can. See, mm, Get in your bed, and I'll lay down with your. I can see the pig with one eye. You can. Come on. Get in your bed. What are you doing? No. Go brush your teeth. Dad. What? What do I do? Never mind. Never mind. Well, number four. Daddy. Yeah. I have an idea. What's your idea? June is kind of likes pink, but she mostly likes purple. So I'm thinking about things with a purple. I, I have no clue about the color purple. None. Mom does. Yeah, she mom does. Yeah. She certainly does. I wonder if we could get her something maybe in purple. What? I, Caleb is, Caleb's dealing with some stuff. He's trying to figure out what to get June for her birthday. Oh. And he says he thinks June likes purple. And I'm like, I don't know anything about purple. Except for the house that oh. we live in. And Ask her, her, her favorite color and what's her favorite toy. Find and try searching like toys that are her favorite color and maybe close to what she likes. Yeah. Mommy. Or you can make one like hey, wow. that's really close to that yourself. Listen to your brother. He's giving you some good advice. Right? You're very smart. Hi. I'm glad he's, I named you after me. And he's super, he's super organized. Yeah. And he is very responsible. I'm so proud of who you are, Jorge. Yeah. You're amazing. You're a good man. guy. You get that from your mom. And your dad. Yeah, you don't I guess. like to go anywhere or yeah. do anything. Give me kisses. I love you. And why aren't you, you enjoy that bike ride? Why aren't you in your no, bed? I didn't. Because <laughs> what? The only favorite part was You're too scared to get in your bed. What are you guys what, grateful for? What are you scared about? Um, inside out, where I was chugging a vanilla. Uh, in and out. In and out. Yeah. You're, where you're chugging a vanilla milkshake? Yeah. You were chugging it? Yeah, he chugged it. Oh my lord. For sure. What do you think before doing? In and out sounds so good right now. What are you grateful for? Favorite daughter? The bike ride. And mom. The bike ride? And yeah. mom. And mom. Those are two amazing things to be grateful for. Daddy, I chugged it in less than like eight minutes. Okay. What were you okay. chugging? Well, she's, A vanilla. I guess he chugged his milkshake. Milkshake. Oh my gosh. Dude, I really don't want you in one of those eating competitions. Okay, I'm not get in your bed. Them. I don't know what, you're, what we're doing stop, like that. Stop doing that. Liddy. You, if you look at my eating habits, you know. Hey, I thought you wanted me to lay with you. Shh. Hey. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. Come here, babe. Oh my gosh. How many things are on your bed? I think you have a thousand stuffed animals. Hey. This was, this is just one, Dad. What I know is the turtle you, you won at Great America. What? Let me, let me tell you. Let me ask you a question. What? what was your favorite thing that happened today? Oh, wait, did we already talk about that? I, I think, think we did. The favorite thing that happened today. Okay, guys, we're thankful for mom, the bike ride, 
Daddy, so five my first day. Your mom wants to know what you're grateful for today. Daddy, so my first day. Since Lydia did, did Lydia did six months on the phone watch? I think so. We're praying right now. You guys are so perfect, perfectly say the Our Father prayer. Dad? It's like hearing one voice. No. <laughs> Dad? Yeah, one more question. What? What is it? Lay down Lydia. The other way with your head on your pillow, dude. Of like keeping what? the phone watch. Let me let me talk to your mom about it. Okay, just we we gotta. Is it really do? I know. Dad, have you brushed your teeth? Not yet. No, I brush my teeth. Give me a kiss. I gotta go to bed too. I love you. I'm very proud of you. Proud of you. You're a good guy. You're one of the best I know. All right. I mean it. You're amazing. Okay. Excited to watch you do jujitsu tomorrow. It's tomorrow? Shh, yeah. I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm sorry. I just got you excited. I'm sorry about that. All right. Good night, children. I love you. Great.